The Homance Chronicles. The female equivalent of a bromance. So many poor choices. But so many good types. But so many poor choices. <laughs> Pardon me. Well, I have a burp. This is The Homance Chronicles, and I'm Sarah. And I'm Nicole. And I'm super excited to have our guest on today because um, she's got a different view a little bit than some of the other coaches that we've talked to. Um, and I feel like you have such this like positive energy around sexuality and pleasure. And so I'm super excited to dig into all that information with you. So I would like to welcome empowerment and dating coach Erica Wiederlight to the show. Hey, thank you. I'm so excited <laughs> to be here. <laughs> so I did We're listen excited. to, yeah, I'm so excited because I did listen to like your uh, story today and how you're talking about, I just want to do all of these things all at once. Like, why do I have to just choose one? And I loved it. I love the energy so hard. Just made me so excited to chat today. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's, it's, a, it's a funny thing, as you guys know, being on a podcast and just talking to the abyss. But it's cool because it gets to be, you know, your vulnerable self and you get to speak your, speak your truth. And so thank you for seeing me that, you know, I like to bring the positivity to the more sexual realm, which has lots of shit on it. You know, like lots of, there's lots of stories and it's a, it could be heavy sometimes. Yeah, it can be negative and bad and hard to deal with. Totally. Or scary. Exactly. Exactly. And I feel like there's so many different opinions that it's like overwhelming. You know what I mean? Like there's so many thoughts. There's so many opinions. There's so many like this, that, that it's like, ah, like where do I fit into this? So I really wanted to make a place where people felt, you know, safe and and comfortable and felt good around this topic because it's a triggering as fuck topic. (laughs) (laughs) super triggering so wanted to make it a safe space did you have um some sort of like epiphany or personal experience that made you go i'm gonna shift out of whatever you were doing before and start we the light to help people like what was the triggering experience for you that was like i'm gonna make this change in my life yeah it's so funny because i was like pissed like, I mean, like, I was like, I don't want to do a fucking life coaching business. Like, I was so annoyed because I, um, so I, I still am, I'm an actor. Um, but back then I was just like a razor, like laser focus. of like, I'm just doing acting. I'm just doing acting. I'm just doing acting. And when this, it like kept coming up, it sounds so annoying, but like a calling. And I was like, God damn it. You know what I mean? I'm like, you're interrupting <laughs> what I'm supposed to do. Like, I no. was so pissed. Yeah. I was like, mother effort. Like, why is this happening? Um, and it's funny because it started so like accidental and I so did not want to like invest in it, meaning like create a business out of it. I was just like, oh, I'm having friends casually come over and do coaching sessions and this and that. And then it like slowly, annoyingly, now I'm thrilled, but annoyingly in my mind then started to snowball into something. Um, but I had like one of those, like come to Jesus, come to whoever years, um, where I was like, well, I'm being presented, like, what do I want to do with this? And it kind of like, it led me to this path. And then a few years later, then I changed paths into the more relationship realm. But at first I was doing more like traditional life coaching. And I mean, the life coaching world is kind of the wild, wild west. Yes. I (laughs) have now had experience with quite a few of them on the podcast and it's interesting because it's like you you have to find the right fit for you Mm -hmm. um they all kind of have their own style there's some that I like roll my eyes at and then there's some where I'm like you get me (laughs) (laughs) it's like a therapist at this point you just have to find somebody who like speaks your language understands when you mean when you don't really mean it Yeah, it's it makes me sweat. Like the coaching industry, it's so funny. Like it actually makes me sweat through my clothes because I'm like, this is the most unregulated industry, and that's exciting for some, and that's exciting because it's like you could grow and oh my gosh, what can your career be? But also, as you know, it's like could be incredibly harmful because if people don't have training, it's like these people these why I don't love the coaching industry is so often see clients as dollar signs 
And I'm like, yeah, that's problematic. Like, of course we need to, you know, God bless thriving and abundance and all that. Like dollar doll bills, I'm about to dollar doll bills, but a human is a human and you have to hold the human. So I'm like, Ooh, when people don't have the proper training or know how to hold people through their stuff, it literally makes me break out in tithes. Cause I'm like, Oh, that's, that's a human that wants your help and wants to be held and supported and nurtured. So when it's like, Ooh, it just gives me sometimes this industry, when you scroll on Facebook, it just gives me the creepy crawlies. <laughs> oh yeah. There's predator, there's predators. I can see that. And there's people who just do not know what they're doing and they're winging yep. it. Terrifying. Oh, yeah. Yep. Or like regret the thing that I hate more than anything is the people that like read a book or take a class and just fucking regurgitate the information. I'm like, okay, you know, like, listen, uh, so much of my work is from other people. So much of other people's work is from other people, but like, I'm not going to teach something that I haven't done a million times or that hasn't helped me. I think that's like bogus. So when people are like, um, I read in this book, like, let's try this exercise. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. So like the regurgitated person, the person that just it is like not even, up. and it's probably not in the voice of the author either. They're misconstruing it in some way. So then it's like altered right. a little bit. It, it's so gross. It's so, but then it's, then you could find unicorns in this industry that like have helped people and have him help them stretch, have helped them thrive. But it's like, there is most definitely an underbelly of this universe that we're in. <laughs> <laughs> So tell us about the safe space you've created in the Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm like, so who wants to hear about the good stuff? And yeah, I'm like, like, oh no, we're going into the dark web. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I, just, I love that I just shit on my whole profession. Um, no, no. <laughs> no, no, you saw an opportunity and you seized it. Well, the it's universe kind of dragged you to it, but you're there now. <laughs> it's true. I'm like, well, we're here, so we're going in. But I also hate, you know, it's something that I've had to like reconcile as I, I, you know, am like, oh, I want to sign up for this course. I want to sign up for this course. I want to sign. And so I have been through some great courses or containers with coaches that like were amazing. Like we're just so, so amazing, you know, help me, blah, blah, blah. And then I've been with some that really caused damage. And it's funny because that also inspired me too. Cause I'm like, I never want to be that for someone else. You know, of course we're going to make mistakes and we're going to stumble, but I'm like, I want to be to in my best of abilities be in integrity and hold people like I don't ugh, it just feels so fucking sticky you know yeah I'm that person yeah. too like I would never think of something like like evil because I just I wouldn't want evil to be done upon me but like my brain just doesn't operate like that like okay this is how we do it and then then we do right. things right. like I would never be like hold on I'm gonna take this and use it to my advantage to do this yes. to other people like I just why? it's not like it's so gross it's just it's so ugh. but the good news is I know I just want you know I just shit talk but there is the great news is there are some safe spaces and there are some amazing coaches that you know really do hold great space and really do you know these conversations that are ugh, uncomfortable and sticky they are you know great space holders for those conversations which is great that is great so tell us about how what makes you different though because you've created Ooh. this unique safe space mm -hmm. You're not like anybody else. I try not to be. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I <try not> be. <laughs> like Nicole said earlier, there's, I, she's, we've not come across anybody like you just yet. Just yet. Yes. Yes. Well, that's the thing too, is I try to be my authentic, like, here's the thing. Okay. I have so many things to say about this. <laughs> my, I'm like, oh my God, here we go. It, you know, like I, you know, in the coaching world and in especially, especially, and I don't, I wonder if you guys have seen this, like in the sexual, you know, sexual, sexually positive and dating community, like there can be sometimes like, um, how do I say this? Like a look, meaning like a look, but also like a vibe. And I just am like, fuck the vibe. You know, like I am not, like I just want to bring it, my authenticity because I'm teaching people to be their authentic selves. So I'm like, it's bullshit if I'm trying to like emulate something that I think is sexy from someone else. Like I have to bring my authentic, you know, my whole authenticity. And it's funny that you said that today, the little podcast clip that I put up, but it's true. I said like, why can't we be all these things? Like, why can't right. I like musical theater and like classic rock and like why can't I be this full human um like why are we you know why are we just playing out one note and that's what I want to give for my clients and I think that's why I'm quote-unquote unique because I just try to bring my real self you know what I mean where I sometimes I feel like this industry is like a little like hi like it could be a little Kaylee and it could be a little like hmm 
Like I get like a little, <laughs> I'm seeing kale. I'm seeing yoga mats. I love kale. I love yoga mats, but like I'm seeing one shade. And so I want to bring, I want this work to be accessible for everybody. For everybody. Yeah. yeah. Your hand motions that you were making was making it seem like you're trying to say that it's like all clean and tidy. <laughs> yes. And, this is, and the work is actually super messy. I mean, <laughs> it truly is. <laughs> yeah. You hated the nail so good. That's exact. Yes. Yeah, very like, hi, I'm, I, um, I always say this, like, I manifested a white Mercedes and it's like, bitch, yes, manifest that white Mercedes. I'm with you. I'm going to get in the driver's seat and we have to deal with our trauma and deal with our stuff. Like, it, it, like you said, it's unearth, unearthing deep shit. You know, if you really want to do the work, it's unearthing deep, deep stuff. And it's, it's very confronting. So yeah, thank you for calling me on that. My hand motions were very, <laughs> like a conductor. I was like, it was great. <laughs> I knew exactly where like, she was going with it. Yeah, I'm like, Ooh. this is clean. Yeah, Like exactly. a neat little package. Like everything's all tied and it's not, it's a messy fucking messy mess. <laughs> Yes, exactly. And being okay with that is messy. I think that's so often people want to, you know, sign up for the work in hopes of like, my life is finally going to be that clean package. And I'm like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm about to usher you into some awesome work, some fun work, some pleasurable work. And also we're going to really, ooh, ooh. We're going in, you know, like we're going into the, (laughs) yeah, ready. We're going into the underworld, you know? So yeah, it's it's a it's a confusing industry to be in, but I thank you for like seeing me and um, it's scary to be. It's silly to say this, but it's like it's scary to be myself in this industry um, because the, you know this there's a certain type and no shade to them, no shame to them if they're helping people. God bless America, but like the, that type is rewarded, and so I'm so happy for them. But so it is a little bit like. Ugh. Ugh. you know like there I, it is a uncomfortable thing to be like eh, I feel like I'm not reinventing the wheel but it is it does feel a little bit funny it's just a different flavor to be honest with you it makes I think it could make these topics more approachable for certain people which is you know incredibly helpful because I, I feel like sometimes people will go to these coaches and um, programs or whatever and they're just doing it because they anticipate it's going to be easy due to the fact that these people are saying, Oh, it's simple. You just do these three things and then poof, life is better. And then they get there. They're like, Hey, there's a lot of stuff. Hang on a second. There's a lot of stuff over here though, that I just don't mm-hmm. want to talk about. And then they just kind of give up. So creating that like accessible safe space for all is actually super important. That, yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's the hope and that's the goal, you know, is that I want, I want, you know, everyone that feel, that that resonates with me, right? Because obviously, not everyone's gonna resonate with me. They're like that bitch. Um, but everyone that resonates with me, I want them to feel like they have. And that's what's so funny. I, I, you guys, I know, I know you've heard this many times. Is you know, people are like, "What's your ideal client? What's your niche?" And I'm like, "No, like I, well, like I don't have, like, sure, a little bit, I guess, but I'm not like I, you know, I attract 30 to 40 year old women that are business. Like, no, like I am like I just want people, you know, that like feel connected to me um that I feel like I could deeply serve so it's like I I truly kid you not I have no two clients that have the same profession that come really from the same socioeconomic class like very different groups of people and I wouldn't change that for the world it's the most rewarding feeling ever um to you know it just yeah I could talk about that for hours but you get oh no yeah absolutely so tell us a little bit like about what it is that you do yeah. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> um, so what I do is I help clients um, through different mediums, like, you know, the podcast, um, I have an ebook, coaching, public speaking, um, feel empowered, feel confident. Um, and that can go into different directions. So if, you know, there's a, the sexual piece, which is um, sexual empowerment, there's like more traditional empowerment, like confidence and feeling in your body. And then there's like the dating slash love piece. Um, which is like, okay, I feel confident to date myself, others, um, to have pleasure in my life. So it's funny because so often people walk in the Zoom room, as I say, with one thing that they want to work on. <laughs> the and Zoom like, room. The Zoom room. Yeah, I'm like, I guess I don't really walk into the room anymore. Um, but it's the Zoom room. And so much, like, it's, it's really, you know, that's why the podcast is called Welcome to the Weeder Life, because it is sexuality, relationships you know, all that flavor, but it is, you know, nothing's disconnected. So it's like, once we start to open up one door, all the doors kind of fly open. 
<laughs> and then the flood begins. <laughs> yep. I'm like, welcome. You've been initiated. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to this work. <laughs> I would like to really hone in though on the sexuality piece. We yeah. have had some other uh, coaches on the show who similarly are saying that they're um, not saying, I mean, they are helping people work through their trauma um, that may be like causing them reasons to think that they don't deserve pleasure or maybe pausing some of their exploration in the bedroom. And it, I, I, this topic fascinates me. So mm-hmm. um, I like to just hear everybody's different opinions on, yeah. on what this all means. Um, but one of the things that you say is like that you let them reclaim their aliveness. And so like, yeah. what does that mean? Yeah. So there's, oh my gosh, I could talk about this first. So we'll take the example of like, if someone has experienced trauma and usually, you know, if the trauma does happen with another person, like abuse, sometimes that power is taken away from someone and that's ripped away from someone. So in a safe space, you know, I try to create the space as safe as possible and, you know, to the client's level of comfort. Um, I want them and I teach them and I hold them through reclaiming their story because so often in situations like sexual abuse, that power has been taken away from them. And so I want to create safety with them to recreate, if that makes sense, like recreate their voice, recreate their relationship to pleasure Um, and reclaiming their aliveness. It's funny because for me, aliveness is all that, you know, we talked about the underbelly, but the aliveness is all of this. It's feeling safe enough to like deeply, deeply grieve. And to also, you know, when you're feeling rage, not to stuff it down, you know, with like food or alcohol or whatever, but to like have a safe space where you could express your rage and the injustices. And then you could also as deeply feel pleasure and turn on sexually and sensually, but also like, oh my God, guys, like I just listened to the most amazing song and holy shit. I just like really enjoyed my pad tie. Like I want to teach people pleasure inside out because I think especially if there was trauma it feels very aggressive to then just jump into sexual sensual pleasure you know yes of course I go very slow to the client's needs but for me to create I like to create a safe space of let's do pleasure in your everyday meaning like let's really it sounds silly but like let's really um enjoy the kombucha you're drinking let's like even if you're holding a a lipstick I don't know I just picked a random shit that's on my desk but like (laughs) can you can you take pleasure in that lipstick like can you feel the weight in your hand can you feel the texture because I want their nervous systems their their bodies their brain to feel safe to hold pleasure because so for so many of us for an array of reasons it doesn't feel safe to hold pleasure it doesn't feel safe to hold good things you know even if we don't have a, a high trauma so, so many of us are like, I don't, I can't hold good things. I'm scared. You know, the story, like the rub, the rug is going to get ripped out from underneath me. Shit's going to hit the fan. So it's like, I'm scared to hold good things because I don't want it to go away. You know? So we're like, I'm going to create chaos or I'm going to push it away. So my job is teaching people. One of my jobs is teaching people to hold it's safe. <laughs> Apparently it's safe to hold this Mac lipstick, but it's safe <laughs> to hold. <laughs> it's safe to hold pleasure in your body and it's safe to um, cultivate that relationship all the different flavors sexual sensual but also just having a life um, like we said that that we said like reclaiming and your aliveness Um, and I feel like aliveness is all of the spectrum you know and that's scary for a lot of people it almost sounds like you help people like transition from a survivor or victim into I'm this person and this thing happened to me type situation yeah and even like it's funny I always I'm always like what is my you know I hate the niche thing but I'm like what do I help people do what do I help people do because it's so many things and I'm I was really try, really I'm always trying to get clear on it and I'm always and a big piece of it is like this is so corny but it's like everyone's like a diamond right and it's like I'm just helping people this is one of the facets I do other things too but like helping people help them clean the dust that life may have put on the diamonds, remembering that they are a fucking diamond. You know, it's like, I am helping them see, oh shit, I am a diamond. 
um, and through whatever, whatever trials and tribulations, like having them start to show up and treat themselves. So it's, you know, a whole fucking combination of, and conversation because it's the self-love piece. It's, it's um, you know, like we said, you know, with the aliveness moving through all the different emotions, it's confidence, it's pleasure, it's being in partnership or partnerships. So I know that's a long-winded answer of that, but it is the, the, the dusting off the diamond is um, a big piece. But yeah, it's getting people to feel safe in their bodies to hold all the good things that they want to create. Yeah, I've heard people saying to like really get in touch with your senses and like take the moment to pause. So like if something smells good, like acknowledging that it smells good. And then like, how is it making you feel because it smells good? Um, and that like the more that you are getting in touch with your different senses, like you said, enjoying your pad tie, then um, you're actually generating more like feminine energy. And so I yeah. don't know if that's really applicable for men and women. Um, but as somebody who, uh, needed to be I guess guided more into switching on my feminine energy and and switching off the masculine because that's just the life that I live (laughs) 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 I mean I don't know every modern woman nowadays I swear like that's the way I live right and so in order to um to really hone in on that, that feminine energy was like, yeah, really enjoy that bite of pad thai and like experience it and be in the moment. Um, So, I mean, I like that you're saying like, also giving you not only the opportunity to do that, but just pause and like be coming from a place of like gratitude. Yes. It's basically what it's yeah, this is another pro because I know people listen, they're like, I want tips, you know, like I want to actually embody this. So this is another like 101 pro tip people can use is, you know, so often when we talk about pleasure, first of all, our brain goes to the sexual route. But another thing that we do with pleasure is we think like, I always think, I don't know why this is, but my brain sees like a woman on a chaise lounge with a boa. And I'm like, listen, I will take her. You know what I mean? Like, I will take that bitch any day. Yes. But like, sometimes we have to go to the DMV. You know what I mean? Like sometimes we have to go to the DMV. Sometimes we have to, it's tax season. Sometimes we have to fight. Like we can't always be the bitch on the chaise lounge. So what I have clients do throughout the day is I have them ask themselves over and over and over and over. Okay. And some, you know, there's a disclaimer. Sometimes this is not appropriate, you know, if you're grieving or whatever, but we'll put that to the side is I always have my clients ask themselves, is this moment pleasurable? Uh, like and on a scale like how how is this moment feeling is it pleasurable and how can I make it more pleasurable and so they ask themselves like uh, almost like on a scale like oh I'm feeling crunchy as fuck right now I'm I'm feeling pretty turned on turned on being like I'm alive into my body and if they're feeling crunchy all good no shame no shade but it's like how can we turn it up a little bit like how can I make this moment more pleasurable and people always ask like well I work from home like that's not possible and I'm like again don't need you on the chaise lounge I don't but like if you're working (laughs) Like, can you put on your favorite music? Can you, like we said, like have a cup of tea? Like, how can you make this moment a little bit more pleasurable? And it's great because A, you get to feel the pleasure, you get to hold good things, but also it's cool because you feel like you are, um, you know, an author, it sounds corny, but like an author in your own life. You know, you don't feel like as like victimized by like, ah, oh, fuck, this sucks. You feel like, oh, I'm actively co-creating something that feels really good um that's one and I had to hop in because I'm sorry I'm a talker so it's to be like Erica shut the fuck up if you want me to um no you're the guest please talk away that's why you're here (laughs) thank you um but I love what you said but the masculine and the feminine thing because I think like there's the divine feminine thing is great It, it is amazing right like there's so much for us to learn for all of us all humans whatever gender you you know define as it's great for all of us and I think there's a lot of like shame right now of like you're not in your divine feminine. <laughs> why aren't you smelling the roses? You know, like why you're not in the chaise lounge? And so I think like bitch, I gotta pay my fucking bills. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so there's no shade. I want to normalize that conversation that like it is okay if you bounce between but we have to bounce. Like they need each other. And I love that, you know, and masculine and feminine is so tricky because you know, but we'll say yin yang, masculine, fem- feminine, we get what we're saying, you know, for, for all genders. Um, 
But for that yin yang energy, like the masculine, the yang, we, it's like almost like a container, like holding the container, like you said, like paying the bills, holding that space. And the feminine men could be a cr- wild. I see her with her hair whipping in the wind, <laughs> but they need each other. Like they need each other. Because if the, the yin is on her own, flipping her hair, like she's like, oh shit, like I created some chaos. So she needs not a box, but a space where she feels safe to rip roar. And then the more young, the more masculine energy, it's like, we don't want to always be bum, 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 like that feels like shit. But we do need that. Like I, why I'm trying to, you know, bring to light is like, they need each other. It's a beautiful marriage of both, you know, to like, okay, right. I'm going to hold space. And then I can have that, like, what, like they are a beautiful marriage of both. And um, Marianne Williamson, um, who you both probably know, who was a spiritual teacher. She has this course. Um, it's like, took it years ago it's called the Aphrodite training and she's genius because this woman's running probably I don't fucking know I what I seem to be successful what I think to be successful we don't know what you know people really get paid uh so I'm not gonna assume but this woman is hella successful um in my eyes and into you know traditional standards of success and you know she says that she also has to transition because she's like, I'm very much in the Athena, which is a more of a masculine goddess archetype all day. You know, she's like a business bitch. She's waking up, she's selling courses. She ran for president um, to, last year. You know, like this woman is very much in her quote unquote masculine uh, Athena energy. And for her, she needs to create a system where she shifted out, you know, every day she'd be like, all right, I'm working. I'm in my Athena, I'm in my Athena. And at night, or whenever she would, she would then make space to shift into her Aphrodite, which we know Aphrodite was more of like the beauty, you know, love, sex goddess. It doesn't matter what, what term you use, masculine, feminine, yin, yang, Aphrodite, uh, Athena, right? I thought that was really interesting. And I teach my clients that too, because, you know, they have these high fucking stress jobs and they're like, like they're buzzing, they're buzzing. And it's so hard to get out of that spot, even when work is over. And mm-hmm. so my, I'm like, okay, great. How can we transition out of that? And en- like, there's no shade with that energy. How can we leave it there and transition out to a more nourishing, nourishing energy that would feel really good? So I just vomited a lot at you. <laughs> no, but we captured it. And everybody yeah. else can re-go, go back and listen to it slower if they need to. It's fine. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> like, fight on slow-mo. <laughs> no, it's fine. It makes sense to me. Love it. Yeah. Love it. I also love that, although I know she's using like goddesses, but I also feel like it would be helpful if I named them. So I was oh, like, oh, your mask. <laughs> yeah. So that it would be easier to transition, you know? All right, Todd, like, we got to go. See you later. Yeah. Like that masculine <laughs> energy, like leave big Bertha over there. We're going <laughs> to yes. Gabrielle or something, you know, you have to Gabrielle. Come, like, I am dead. Literally throw <laughs> fucking dirt over me. That is All right, Hank. hilarious. <laughs> All right, Hank, we're done for the day. We'll have a good one. I'll see you later, huh? Yeah, you too. Bye, bud. <laughs> Gabriella! <laughs> Running out of her office into her living room. <laughs> hey, I almost feel like it's like two different people. Like you need to give them their own names in their own like, <laughs> personas. Frankly, I feel like we're just encouraging people to become multiple personalities at this point. I'm here for it. I support this. I support yeah. this message. <laughs> can you just can you bring Gabrielle back out? I really don't want to hang Hank right now. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, and like, Sarah, you're already a Gemini. You don't need any more. No, I don't. I really fucking, I really fucking don't. Or for being honest, I don't. There have been times where I've been like, what happened? Like mid-sentence. I'm like, bring the other you back. Like, I don't. applicable <laughs> to myself, this advice that I'm giving, apparently. Um <laughs> <laughs> it was more of a statement not advice like I'm not the life coach here no know? we're also not certified to tell anybody what to do with their lives cue <laughs> last so three good. years of our podcast <laughs> <laughs> um exercises that you do with your clients um it sounds like you've gone through the path of doing a lot of them for yourself or um, at least doing them with clients. And I really respect that. Um, 
Me too. And it obviously makes it seem like you would be more relatable and it would be easier to uh, be vulnerable with you since you've gone through uh, some of these exercises on your own, even if we haven't had the same experiences. And so what type of exercises have like benefited you the most? Mm. And then you were like, I can't wait to share this with clients. Yeah, oh, that's I a good that. one. I like that one. That is a good one. I'm like, oh man, so many things. Told you she's fucking good at what she does. Uh, no, <laughs> it took like, me five minutes to get there because of my internet, but it was worth the wait, apparently. It was yeah. worth the wait. I'm fucking like, wow, gold. That was a great question. <laughs> oh shit, that's a good one. Okay, so I am a big proponent. Oh, this is a, okay, I'm a big proponent. I'll save these three. Of the, right now, currently, this is what is alive for me. The archetypes, the the archetypes, mindset, and pleasure. So actually, the podcasting that the little clip that we were talking about today was about an archetype, the archetype episode. And for me, archetype work is like all of the archetypes. So like my ugly shit, like my anxiety archetype, like it's it's an opportunity for me to get to know myself better and to make acceptance for myself. So like the gnarly pieces of me, the self-saboteur, but also like the badass bitch, the, the royalty, you know, like all the pieces of me, it allows me to like have self-acceptance for myself. So that's a big, a big piece. I love to, te- I'm like a fucking obsessed with that, with teaching the clients. I'm actually this week, I made all my clients dress up as their like <laughs> inner badasses. So, so today someone dressed up as their inner goddess. Tomorrow I have someone dr- dressing up as their money queen. And I'm like, ah, like, so I'm fucking jazzed about that. Um, so that's one. My no no one else is allowed to be Gabrielle. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you're not welcome, Gabrielle. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> I can just see it like I I have a vision of Gabrielle already in my head but I'm so curious to hear Nicole's vision at the end of this because damn it yeah I am too I'm like what who is Gabrielle what's the vibe I need to understand her that's the name who is Gabrielle (laughs) people are like what the fuck is this episode about (laughs) wow I'm crying that's really good um (laughs) welcome <laughs> oh that's epic who is gabrielle um so <laughs> oh my god so what else oh yeah so mindset's a big thing and i had to like you know we talked about like the stickiness of the coaching industry um that there's like some whack shit that's that's like mindset and i'm like oh so like for years i had to navigate like what my version of mindset looks like and then the pleasure piece is huge for me too um because i noticed you know someone that has anxiety um uh, it's hard for me to hold good things. So learning pleasure and working with pleasure, it helped me soothe some anxiety. It helped me tremendously with confidence. You know, I, that's why I really started this flavor of the work. So those are the three things that like I'm obsessed with now that I love to teach clients. Also watching people do the pleasure work. It's like, there's nothing more rewarding seeing people like come in in a state of contraction and like, ah, and then like fucking blossom. Like there, it's nothing is more rewarding than to watch that process. I mean, you love what you do and I'm jealous, kind of. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. It's, it is good fun. I can't believe you were dragged through the mud to get here and you're just so happy. <laughs> Can you believe it? I was like, fuck this. And now I'm like, oh, you stupid ass. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> she's leveled up i love yeah i resisted all the good things you know i was like god damn it and now i'm like yeah okay should have listened earlier <laughs> but we're here we made it we're here it's all good <laughs> hey about um your podcast and like when the episodes come out and what you cover yes so i have a podcast thanks for throwing that some light so i have a podcast um, called Welcome to the Weeder Life, because my name is Eric Weederlight. So haha, you're welcome, welcome to my life. Uh, so welcome to the Weeder Life. <laughs> um, it's on all <laughs> streaming podcast systems like uh, Libsyn and Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And it's funny, I was talking about this with someone today is like, I initially was like, oh, should I just create a podcast? that's like, you know, sexuality and dating and love. And I was like, ugh, that, because like, we talked about like, when I work with people, it's like our, their whole lives open up um you know it's like we start talking about dating but we also then see like some money stuff is going on or some this and stuff that so 
that's why I wanted the show to be all encapsulating. So it's funny. It's like um, a few weeks ago, I released an episode on anxiety. And then tomorrow I'm talking to someone about pleasure-based business, you know, so it's kind of all over the place, but um, it's inviting people in to live in this way you know like with pleasure and you know so it's like I again wanted free a space for people to tune in and be like yes I got free advice um you know there's stories and tips and tricks and I want people to be like yes I feel nourished and seen um and it launches every week which is awesome I think a new episode comes out every Wednesday um and exciting I mean I feel like but you kind of offer a spectrum of harmony in a way because I think a lot of people are so niche like you've been saying that like oh, you got to focus on your pleasure and only your pleasure and this and this, but you like account for people having to work at home and being like, I fucking hate it. I don't want to do this anymore. Like, and that's a huge part of the sexual pleasure. Like for me, if my work life is out of balance, then I don't want nothing to do with that any right now. Nope. No, thank you. But like, if I'm okay at work, because I'm able to manage what it is, then I'm allow, I can allow myself to get into the pleasure a little bit deeper. So like, I think that's helpful that you have that scope. So and you had, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. It's like a holistic, a more holistic approach. Yeah. But I think when you're so niche, it's like, it's not, you're not seeing everything. There's beauty to that, but you're not seeing everything on a full, you know, full range. But when you kind of zoom out, you're like, oh, anxiety does come into play. And I can play with the archetypes. And I go like, you kind of can see things, like you said, like a holistic view, which is us as humans. We're not one note you know and we need right. to have that whole you know that whole look in on us right yeah you keep using the word archetype and I've been seeing it around could you give me a just a brief description of what that could mean <laughs> yes okay so for me the archetypes are different pieces of me good bad and ugly I don't even want to say bad but you get what I'm saying like all the queens that all of them And it's embodying them. It's having a relationship to them. It's like having, you know, how I like to use the archetypes is being really cool with where I'm at right now, like accepting where I am, celebrating the shit out of myself, you know, like where I am, being cool with where I am, jamming out with where I am, and, 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 and holding space. Like I use the archetype, the more like higher self, quote unquote, archetypes to stretch me if that makes sense. So I don't want to use it from a place of shame of like, I'm going to get into the money queen, like from a, like, like from a weird place. Like I try to like accept where I am and have compassion and kindness for I am and celebrate the shit, you know, where I am. And it's like, I use those archetypes that I want to embody that feel a little far away from me as inspiration. So I use those archetypes to be like, okay, you know, if I was, I guess apparently we're on the money queen, but if I was the money queen, like how would I act? How would I show up? Who would I be? So it's, it's not, um, I don't like to have it like filled with shame. I like to use the archetypes as inspiration. And then the darker, more shadowy uh, archetypes, I get to know them more. I listen to them instead of being like, fuck anxiety or fuck the self-saboteur. I'm like, hey guys, like what's going on? What do you need from me? So I, you know, like, I have more of a- Hey guys. <laughs> hey guys, anxiety. Hey Bertha. Hey self-saboteur. Larry, Larry, Bertha. <laughs> Larry, Larry, Bertha, welcome. How are we doing today? <laughs> there's cookies in the back uh Check we have in. refreshments yeah <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's that whole again like holistic conversation of the whole the whole crew you know because I think that's bs too when you're just like hashtag I'm all about love and light I mean it's in my fucking name we the light but to really be the light to really be the whole fucking like yes bitch you need to also look at the creepy crawlies you know and so the dark, I do, I do the archetypes with both, you know, I hold space for the dark parts, get to know them, have a relationship with them, see what they need. And then also for the lighter archetypes, I hate lighter, darker, but you get what I'm saying. For the lighter archetypes, I use that as inspiration to move me towards what I want. That's wonderful. I like that yeah. method. It's acknowledging, really yeah. Acknowledging the dark is always super important though, because a lot of the times the dark is going to impact every single thing you do. You cannot escape it. Yep. And just yep. trying to run is like running from your shadow. It's literally your shadow. Not going anywhere. Going to yep. keep going. <laughs> usually, and usually you, when you like try to stuff that shit down, it will come back louder. Like, oh, it's yeah. like I, yeah, you know, so it's like, if you have a moment, to, like, it's better just to confront it head on versus like stuff it down, stuff it down, stuff it down. Cause then it's like, Hey, I just was trying to say this and you were running, you know? So it, that's, I, I like to create safe space for people to 
have that conversation with themselves because it's fucking scary sometimes to look at that piece of us. right right yeah it's wild one of the it's a things- wild ride what <laughs> i said it's a wild ride it really <laughs> is yes uh one of the things i'm going to take away from our conversation today though is although we didn't talk about dating like when I am out on a date, I'm going to sit there and be like, is this pleasurable? Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm going to be like, okay, I'm done with this guy. Like it should be that simple, right? Wait it a minute. Should. Hang on a second. <laughs> Hang on. Question then. Because there's going to be real life things. Like this is a red flag, but I'm finding pleasure in this. So where do you, yes. where do you cut her off, bro? <laughs> okay. That's a good question. That's a good question. Okay. I know I can curse, but go with me on this journey. So I usually have people, people that, you know, are a vulva bodied. I usually always ask them like, what does your pussy say? You know? And sometimes puss is a little bit of a showgirl, like you're saying, you know what <laughs> I mean? So, and sometimes your heart is not a showgirl, you know what I mean? So that is, so that is a huge part of my work too. Cause puss puss can have fun anywhere. You know, she's like, yes, honey. You know, like the, there might be red flags that she might be like, oh girl, I'll make fun anywhere. Or the heart's like, no. So part of the work is kind of like having them both on the same communication level. I know that's a crazy example, but go with me on this journey. So oh, I would it makes total in, sense. Yes, you know what? Like post post can have fun anywhere. So mm-hmm. I would check in with your pleasure and be like, is this pleasurable? And I also would take a breath and also check in with your heart and be like, does this person feel safe? Do I feel good about this? Are there red flags? So I think you can have both. And something I want to throw out there really quickly is um, dating for, uh, Nicole Moore always says this, she's a great um, love coach, but dating for growth versus dating for results. And our culture teaches like, ha, 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 did you meet your person? Like, it's like very stress-inducing dating. And it's like, is this a person? Is this a one? Da, da, da. Like, it's, it's built with so much stress and panic. So my invitation is instead of dating for results, like, I'm going to date for growth. I'm going to date for growth. Like maybe it's a pleasurable thing or maybe like, oh shit, I just noticed I'm anxiously attached or oh shit. I know like dating for growth in a way where it's like, you're willing to learn about yourself. You're willing to find pleasure or, you know, listen to your heart. Like I would use it as a laboratory to get to know yourself uh, better and to know your desires more versus like, I'm going to get the result. There's nothing wrong with the results, but I think we can have a marriage of both. I think so too, because really what you do is you focus on what your pleasure is. And right. if they're meeting those terms, then your future is kind of makes sense then. Like you right. found it. If there's right. no reason, you know, like it just kind of, it makes more sense to do what you said and focus on that in the moment instead of the end result. Yes. Yes. But it's easy. It's, it's, that's, for me, that gave me so much um, more spaciousness and it felt so much better. And the, excuse me, as I burp at you, but the results also. Um, okay, I burped at you earlier. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Perfect. Um, the results are better then, you know, right. quote unquote better. So yeah, but I'm, I love that the dates or whatever, like keep checking in with your pleasure, keep checking within your pleasure. And I'll say this, I promise the last thing that like that also is really empowering in relationships too. Because when we feel like we have no relationship to our pleasure and we give it to someone else, it's hella, you know, like stressful. Like they hold all the power. They hold the power to my pleasure and my joy. But if you're doing that while you're dating and you're self-regulating, like, what do I need? And I, that's what I say to myself all the time. What do I need? What do I need? How can I make this more pleasurable? It's like, oh, bam. You know, when you're in partnership or when you're not, you know how to fucking take care of yourself in a deep way. Um, and in a really rich way that just adding another person is just a cherry on top and doesn't feel like this deep need, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also haven't had somebody explain that like dating is results driven, but I totally understand what you mean. And mm-hmm. again, the checking in with yourself is making you slow down and not be so like goal oriented um and have like or just, tunnel vision you know? yeah it, or like just falling for potential because you mm-hmm. think that the end result is going to be perfect when you're trying to mitigate red flags because you think you can and really it just ends in disaster like don't yep. do that right right because it's so we can get in a space of like so desperate to want the thing you know, right, right. like, oh, it's okay. I, 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 it's okay. That's not that big of a deal. I'm just going to get the thing. 
when you're leading from a more pleasurable place, you know, or from a place of I'm going to date for growth, you're like, yeah, you know, you could see things a little bit more clearly. It kind of takes away that film or that lens. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that. Um, and for everything that we've talked about today, um, you, uh, you embody your, your name. <laughs> You you were a light during this whole recording and you have such a great energy. Um, So now I'm going to transition into add a girls, which is basically us either like patting ourselves on the back or saying something good that happened because we want to continue on this positive energy journey. We like to close out the show. Uh, uh, If I had your energy, I mean, this show would be, um, it would be probably like more life coachy and not as comedy-ish. <laughs> <laughs> I have to do add a girls on purpose to like make sure that I'm not just living in this self-deprecation land. Um, so anyway, my add a girl is that um, I I did the the thing that we all hate to do, which is as millennials get on the phone and talk to people um, in an effort to reduce bills and uh, try to get some some extra dollars back in my bank account. And so I called the phone company. I called the cable company. I called the insurance company. Like I am on the grind to like make sure that I'm not paying more than I have to for anything, but man, it will test you. It's, <laughs> that's a test of fortitude. Cause I too have done that today. Ironically enough. <laughs> I wasn't doing it to save money though. Oh, well, yeah. My add a girl is the fact that I did not give up. Um, and even after spending an hour on hold, you know, I still kept with it. I did not hang up. <laughs> I know your face there. I like it's, it's been a lot, but worth it. I got discounts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you worked for it, hunty. Uh, at a girl. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. I was like, nothing's for free. Like that. No, <laughs> no, nothing is for free. So, um, I too, unfortunately, had to be on the phone all day for my Atta Girl uh, due to some retrograde circumstances, if you will. And um, yeah, wasn't super successful. However, I didn't stop. And I too was able to figure out a situation that the traditional path just wasn't ideal. So we worked around it and it was pretty good. So we've arrived. I'm proud of myself. Yes. Sarah. Thank you. I'm snapping for you. Yeah. Good thing you figured out a solution. Uh, So Erica, (laughs) anything, I mean, obviously it could be like folding your laundry to like, I changed somebody's life, whatever. There's a wide (laughs) spectrum here. (laughs) Yeah. I love this. I'm fucking obsessed with this. Uh, I didn't fill my laundry, so I, <laughs> but and it's clean, isn't it? That's a thing. Yeah, I'm like, but it went in the wash. Um, but <laughs> um, celebrate, you know, I actually, this is kind of a big one. I'm celebrating um, the growth of my business and being a persistent bitch um, <laughs> like in my business, you know, because it's so easy to fucking give up. People are like, what the fuck are you talking about? But I, celebrate that I'm like no shit this stuff works I love it and I celebrate that I'm finally being like oh results are happening and I'm celebrating then I get to have conversation it sounds fucking corny but I get to have conversations with you so it's like amazing so I'm celebrating that and I'm celebrating us and we're killing it thank <laughs> you and add a girl yes, she turned that a girl into one for all of us I know. do you see what I'm saying about her energy I know <laughs> It's what I do. This is my it's life. It's all fucking work. inclusive. <laughs> Unity. Uh, no, well, the community is me, Big Bertha, and Gabrielle. That's the community. <laughs> you need merch. You literally need Big Bertha and Gabrielle merch. 
<laughs> oh my god at this point we're gonna just start talking about yep. it like that from now <laughs> i need to get in my gabrielle this is ridiculous <laughs> please rate review subscribe you can contact us on instagram at homance underscore chronicles or join our close group on facebook the homance chronicles a judgment free zone for extra tidbits and tabbits and Erica, where can they find you? Yes, follow me on the gram, stalk me, love me. Um, <laughs> didn't expect to say that, um, but you can follow me on the gram at at on the, at we the light underscore LLC. We talked about my podcast. I have tons of free shit. Like I said, I want people to have access to this work, so I have a podcast, blog. I actually have a free um, ebook that gets sent right to you. And you can get that at my website, which is www.wethelight.org. Um, and then my last like high ticket YAS freebie that I don't always offer, um, but you guys are the fucking best. So I will offer oh, it here. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, all right, this is the time to offer it. Okay, we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> fuck it, we're doing it live. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh my God, I'm dead. I actually know that reference. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We are doing it fucking live right now. Um, I, I'm dead. Um, but we're doing it live. What I do is with people I really like, um, I open up my cart for audiences that I'm like, yes. Um, and every month I open up a certain amount of, um, of, of spots. Getting FaceTime. Uh, people were very excited about the live. They were, they're ready to go. They're ready to rumble. But what I do is every month I open up a certain amount of spots. And for my one-on-one -on -one coaching and what I do is, like I said, I want this to be inclusive. So I do give away 60-minute um, sessions. It's one 60-minute, yeah, one 60-minute free session. A lot of coaches don't do that. And that way we go in, we go ham. Maybe we talked about what we learned on the podcast, blah, blah, blah. We do all the things. It's a mini session. And then, um, yeah, I go from there. And we see, like, are we a fit to work together? Are we not? all good either way but I just want to be you know a resource to people I want to be in their toolbox in whatever way if it's on the Instagram if it's in that free coaching if it's in the book you know I want people to have a space and again you can get that at www.wethelight.org so cool that's so cool yeah. free and time I'm sorry I just butchered through that because I had 17 FaceTimes I'm like guys I'm trying to tell them that they're doing it live cool thing <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> so they can go to we the light.org um follow you we the light underscore llc on instagram or contact us if they need to get it to you somehow so thank you so much for offering that up and for coming on the show today yeah thank you so much for having me you guys are the best fuck yeah hell yeah home ants out <laughs>